ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the Russian Federation, South Africa, and Japan, and the and in the states of Texas, Massachusetts, and Washington, and a special gratitude to the 7,000-plus listeners in Richardson, Texas. And to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 160,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live Internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences out loud with me or in a whisper. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. And through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is ask yourself, do I need this? This is a good question to ask when you're on a tight budget. It's also a good question to ask about anything, including people, experiences, and feelings. Pausing to ask the question and listening for the answer will help you make wise choices. Sometimes we get into patterns and don't realize how we are hurting ourselves. Asking a question and then listening deeply for the answer can help awaken us to the reality of our lives. Sometimes less is more. Many people are simplifying their lives by moving to smaller living spaces. But are we also choosing to simplify our lives by doing less? Most of us are so busy that we barely have time to pause, relax, and take care of ourselves. We have forgotten that our mind, body, and spirit need time to recover and rejuvenate. We can help to break this cycle by stopping to ask ourselves, do I need to do this? Or our to-do lists seem to grow faster than our ability to accomplish the tasks. We scratch one off the list and add three more. 
We override the signals our body is giving us. When our body tells us we need to rest, we choose to drink another cup of coffee instead and push forward, proud of ourselves that we finish the task without ever noticing the damage we're doing to ourselves. Eventually, we pay the price with a serious illness or chronic pain. We have somehow lost track of what it means to be human. We are not machines. We are meant to enjoy the beauty of nature, the joy of family and friends, dance, laughter, and whatever else brings you pleasure. If responsibilities are all that you see, it's time to ask yourself, do I need to do this? Sometimes we only think we need to do something because it's important to someone else. That's fine as long as you are not hurting yourself in the process. Putting others before ourselves is a form of self-denial. We must learn to be kind to ourselves as well as to others. If we are only giving to others, we will deplete ourselves and in the end have nothing to give. We also must refill ourselves with self-love and love from others. Life is a balance. It's not all work or all giving. We must also learn to play, relax, and receive. If we are out of balance, there can be no harmony or peace. My next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. No matter what's going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is a result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When someone is especially challenging when someone or something is especially challenging in my own life i focus on what i'm learning and how i am growing in wisdom knowledge strength patience compassion empathy and or love including self-love and i remember all that i have to be grateful for when something is horrific in the world like mass killings or caging of people at our borders I say a prayer for them and then do my best to focus on the helpers and all of the loving kindness in the world. I mourn, I pray, and then I find hope and gratitude wherever I can and focus on that. On average, 80% of our thoughts are negative and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work, and only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem and spread negativity to others. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our lives and peace in the world depend on it. In our time together, you will learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. We will meet on December 7th, 2 p.m. at the 
Dallas Meditation Center in Richardson, Texas. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com. If you don't live in the Dallas area, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to your area to give a speech or to present this workshop or another one like Overcoming Abuse. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Darren Coburn, who's here to talk with us about living a life of harmony, peace, and kindness. I received this email after our show with Captain Dan Willis, who talked with us about healing mind and heart relieving PTSD, depression, and anxiety. Kathy wrote, although I have not experienced trauma from working in the field of public service, I have had my fair amount of other traumatic experience that have indeed left me struggling to cope with daily life. I have found a comforting and peaceful strength from doing things as simple as being courteous in traffic, It was interesting to be able to tie these small actions to Dan's message of healing and overcoming the effects of traumatic experiences. Dan told us how love, compassion, and mercy counteract darkness and evil and are the backbone of service. He offered five constructive responses to trauma, including gratitude and being active, especially in nature. Dan said everyone has experienced trauma in their life and the ideas he shares are helpful in overcoming the negative effects. Dan warned that although many people think alcohol is helpful, it's really a depressant and drinking alcohol makes it 10 times more likely that the person will commit suicide. He said the best choice is to make compassionate, life-affirming decisions. If you missed this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on healing from PTSD, anxiety, and depression, please listen to our some of our shows like May 2nd, 2019 with Tom Bunn, Freedom from Panic, Anxiety, and Claustrophobia in Just 10 Days, September 20, 2018 with Kathy Wilde. Healing Anxiety and Depression with the Creative Process, and October 10, 2019 with Dr. Stuart Eisendrath, 
Harness the Power of Mindfulness to Alleviate Depression. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I wrote this in 2007 when I was just beginning to learn how to do less. I called it Do Less, Achieve More. Conventional wisdom says that in order to succeed, you must work long hours. The truth is that our left brain, the logical thinking part of our mind, can only function at optimum for one and a half to two hours, and then it needs a break. If you're one of those people who change yourself to the desk until you get the job done, you're not using your native resources wisely. Recently, a friend asked me, what's the one thing you've done this year to create more energy for yourself? I was surprised to hear myself say, I allow myself to stop working when I hit that energy wall. You know what I mean, that point where you have the inner dialogue that goes something like, I'm tired, but I'm almost finished. I really want to get this done tonight so I can cross it off my to-do list. Yes, I'm tired, but I can do it. Yes, you can. You can get that second wind, push through your low energy and get the job done. Then in the morning, you ignore the fact that you're tired. Down your cup or two of coffee and convince yourself that you're fine. There is a price to pay, however, and it's a high one. We can do this every now and then, but eventually we deplete our energy. A much more effective strategy is to remind ourselves that almost everything can wait. These days I ask myself, what will happen if this doesn't get done today? The answer is almost always nothing. Most deadlines are artificial or of our own making. I work more efficiently and effectively by taking five to ten minute breaks every one and a half to two hours. Instead of or in addition to the standard coffee break, I choose from other options that feed my mind, body, and or spirit such as moving, taking a short walk or doing a few stretches, enjoying natural beauty, taking in the flowers on my desk or outside my window, smiling, looking at photos of my family or remembering something joyful, creating, doodling with crayons, colored markers or colored pens, nourishing my body, snacking on fruit and nuts. Creativity happens when the brain is at rest. Giving yourself some breaks during the day allows the creative flow to emerge. When you can't remember a fact, you stop thinking about it and it comes into your mind. The same concept holds true when you're doing a project at work or at home. Give yourself a break and you get the ideas you need. If you think this advice flies in the face of everything you've been taught, you're right. Remember what Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. If you want to increase your productivity and enjoyment of life, try doing something different and look for the spectacular results. Our guest, Darren Coburn, has been practicing 
meditation, and mindfulness for over 20 years, studying with a range of teachers from different religions. As a coach and teacher, he has supported hundreds of people in meditation, mindfulness, and finding a connection to spirituality with a focus on applying spiritual teachings in everyday life to cultivate a peaceful mind. He's the founder of the Mindfulness Online Training website and podcast and the author of Being Present, and Living a Life of Harmony, Seven Guidelines for Cultivating Peace and Kindness. Darren lives in the United Kingdom. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Hank cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world but I can cast a shadow across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook or click on the link on this page. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Also click on past guest Maureen St. Germain's banner, For her guided meditations, five books and classes, her trained Akashic records guides will help you navigate your way through life. Your question for today is, what are you going to choose not to do so you can relax more? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Darren Coburn, who's here to talk with us about living a life of harmony, peace, and kindness. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. 
all access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paula drpaulajoyce.com I value you and what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and I hope you wrote down what you're choosing not to do so you can relax more I'm so pleased to welcome Darren Coburn who's here to talk with us about living a life of harmony peace and kindness welcome Darren Hello there. Thank you very much for having me on the show. And I want to congratulate you on pronouncing my name correctly. Oh, <laughs> well, um, uh, you're welcome. So, uh, um, and it's it's truly a pleasure to have you on the show. I love your book, Living a Life of Harmony, and what it is that you're doing to help all of us in these times, we are all struggling to maintain our equilibrium. People are angrier. People are on the edge. Um, more and more people are just uh, experiencing signs of anxiety and PTSD, whether they realize it or not. And so the timing of your book and the ideas um, and and the way you put this together is so helpful. Talk to us about what you mean by the process. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so at the beginning of the book, I talk about the process. Um, The book mainly consists of seven guidelines, but I talk about the process to give the guidelines context. You see, I believe that we're all, well, we are, we're all part of a process. It's a, I believe it's an infinite process and everything's connected together. And even when we look at our own bodies, our own bodies are a process. They're constantly changing. And when we look at the things that we do, our everyday activities, there are processes there. There's a start, a middle, and an end to things. I'm connected to you. You're connected to me. We're connecting to all the thousands of people that are listening and we're going to be influencing those guys with, with what we communicate. And we see examples of this process everywhere. And the, the process operates at different levels. You know, if you, look at, if you look at the earth, that's an example of a process. The body's an example of a process. If you go down further and look down at an atomic level, 
um, then this process is happening there. So we've basically got this one big process. It's all connected together. I believe that it's infinite. I don't believe there's a start to it or an end to it. And I believe that it's got infinite depth as well. And the reason that I talk about the process in that way is that for human beings to be able to operate harmoniously and peacefully within the process, there are certain things that we need to do. There are certain characteristics of a human being uh, which tend to work in life. And we find these across lots of different religions and philosophies. You know, in Christianity, we have the Ten Commandments. We have the Ten Commandments of the Quran. In Buddhism, we have precepts. Um, and there are similar lists in yoga philosophy and other religions as well. And what I've done with the book Living a Life of Harmony is synthesize some of those different lists and my own insights to provide people with a practical list of guidelines that they can follow so they can operate harmoniously and peacefully within this process that they're a part of. So give us an example of what some of these guidelines are and and how you use them uh, to create harmony and peace, which is uh, which eludes most of us. Yeah, yeah. So, the, I mean, maybe we could we could go through some of the guidelines. The, the first guideline that I suggest is that we honour the body, and this is something that you've been talking about earlier. Um, we are kind to our bodies. We give our bodies what they need. Um, and honoring the body is also about having a good relationship with the body. So accepting your body exactly as it is now in the moment. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we resign ourselves to the way that our body is. We may, you know, choose to improve it. Um, but that acceptance at any given point in time is about having a, a kind relationship with the body. And it's, it's respecting the fact that the body is our vehicle as we go through life. Um, it's the way that we, that we navigate and work through this process that we're a part of. And it makes sense, you know, if you want to live a harmonious, peaceful life and you want to be kind to yourself and other people, it really does help to look after your body. Obviously, when we do the opposite and we harm the body, we cause our self-stress and it also impacts other people too. So that's right, right at the top of the list for good reason. And I think that's so important because... I noticed with myself, I guess I started about 25 years ago, um, recognizing that I was really disconnected from my body. I would um, bump into things. You know, I didn't even have a sense of where my body was in space. Um, And I started taking yoga and other body awareness exercises in order to reconnect You know, I didn't, um, I ate, you know, when I was supposed to, but I didn't have a sense of when I was hungry. We were so busy doing in the world that we forget um, to take care of the most important part of ourselves. When our body isn't functioning, then we don't function. Yeah, that's such an important point because honoring the body is also about awareness 
you know, in order to honor something, we do need to be aware of it. In order to look after the body, we need to be aware of it. We need to be able to tune into it. And that awareness leads us quite nicely into the second guideline, uh, which is to be present, bringing awareness and acceptance into every moment. Another word to describe this is mindfulness. So as a human being, it really does make sense to be mindful. It makes sense to be aware and accepting in a kind, non-judgmental way. And you know the opposite to mindfulness? Well, what I call the opposite to mindfulness is when we get lost in thought, when we're basically resisting our current experience and we create this dream for ourselves, even with our eyes open, and then we go into the dream rather than actually being in the present moment and experiencing life as it is. So the second guideline is really encouraging people to practice mindfulness and to become more aware human beings and obviously what comes out of mindfulness awareness and acceptance is skillfulness you see and wisdom and kindness all flows through mindfulness we can't be kind um, if we're lost in thought and we can't be skillful if we're lost in thought because when we get lost in thought we separate ourselves um, from the process um, rather than participating in it Uh, so mindfulness is very important very, very important for human beings. It's essential if you want to live a, a peaceful, harmonious life. So what you've done is really, I'm g- going to interrupt your list um, for just a minute here. You've taken from different um, uh, philosophies and and religions to put together these seven guidelines. And so I, I assume from your years of um, learning that you have engaged in and practicing, you've sifted through uh, not just following one belief system, but finding the best in each? Yeah, that's right. Um, I've been part of many religions, um, been part of uh, Buddhist religion, um, yoga and religion associated with uh, yoga, Christian religion. So I don't claim to be an expert in uh, any religion, but I do have a relatively broad understanding of a few religions, plus my own experience and insights. And the, as, as good as the ethical list of guidelines are in the religions, um, they're out of date. Uh, it wasn't written for today so they're quite difficult even even for people that are actually within um, religious movements they can be quite difficult to understand and apply these lists and the danger is if you misunderstand the religious list you could apply it in a way that does the opposite to what you you want to be doing in a way that causes harm rather than um, spreads kindness so I thought it would be helpful to come up with a list that was, you know, very accessible, very easy to understand and can be used and applied today. And, you know, a lot of people these days, um, they're not actually part of religions. So they don't even have access to these lists or they don't necessarily have access to teachers that can help them understand the lists. But these lists are really, really helpful. And if we take mindfulness again... um, when we're mindful, then we tend to do this stuff anyway, automatically. Um, but 
most of the time, for most of us, me included, we're not mindful. So then we can use a list to guide us, you know, just to check in and ensure that we're, that we're living ethically and skillfully and in the right way. And then through doing that, we become more mindful. And through becoming more mindful, we become more ethical. So there's this loop and this is um, um, relationship, strong relationship between mindfulness and ethics. So how does, give us an example of how not being mindful could, for instance, lead to not being kind. Okay, yeah. So a good example may be that you meet with a friend and you're in communication together and your friend is wanting to share something with you something that's important, you know, they might need some help with something or they might be looking for some support. So it's an opportunity there for you to be kind and generous and to respond to the need of your friend. You're listening to your friend and rather than truly listening to them, you end up becoming lost in thought. So physically it may look like you're listening because you're sat there, your eyes are open, your friend's talking you're thinking about what you might be saying next or you're thinking about what you're going to be doing later. Then what happens is the opportunity to be kind is missed. I, um, I had a lovely example of a guy that was kind to me and a friend. We were in a place called Liverpool in the UK and we were lost and we couldn't find a restaurant. And this guy ran over to us and asked us, you know, he said, what's up guys, you know, what you're looking for, can I help you? And we explained, yeah, we're looking for a restaurant. And he pointed us in the direction of the restaurant. And then he went on his way. He was completely altruistic, this guy. He was, you know, he wasn't after anything else. He didn't have any other intention other than to help us. Now, if that guy was walking along and he was lost in thought or lost in his phone or lost in thought through being lost in his phone, he wouldn't have even spotted us. And then he, he wouldn't have been able to respond to that opportunity to be kind. It kind of links back to what I said about being kind to the body, there needs to be the awareness there for the kindness to flow. And and you just mentioned, uh, I think that's a beautiful example, and you also mentioned the phone, and I think uh, it's even harder these days to be present in the moment and mindful because our phones continue to distract us. I constantly see people at the dinner table or lunch table or whatever and um, they're there with children and they're constantly on their phone or they're there with their friends or spouse or whatever and the phone is the main event and we allow it to distract us from what really matters the people who are present with us yeah the the mobile phone usage this is something uh, that the religious lists don't really uh, directly advises on because when they were put together, you know, people like the Buddha and Jesus, they didn't have, they didn't obviously didn't have <laughs> mobile phones. But if they if they did have mobile phones, if the Buddha had a mobile phone, um, he would have used that mobile phone consciously. He wouldn't have. Been, he wouldn't have. He probably would have had one. You know, he might have had a um, I don't know an Instagram profile, and he probably would have had quite a few followers on there, and lots of messages and things coming through and alerts. Maybe he would have switched his alerts off. Um, but he would have, you know, he would have had a phone, and but he would have used that phone in a way that was conscious. And, you know, really, with conscious digital usage, there's this choice there. 
And there's a, there's a little um, model that I share with people called Stop, Check, Use. So whenever the phone um, wants your attention, if it beeps at you, or even if you're tempted um, to take hold of the phone and, you know, log into it and start using it, there's this temporary pause, this stop. And it's, okay, just wait a moment. And then there's check. And the check is, do I really need to use the phone? You know, like you were saying earlier, do I really need to do this? Do I really need this? So this is check. And then in that pause and that check, that's where we have a choice. And then we can either choose to use the phone, which might be the right thing to do, or we can choose to let go of using it. And then, you know, maybe we come back to it later on. So it's stop, check, use. And if you keep that framework in mind and apply it a few times, it starts to become second nature and your relationship with your device uh, starts to change. And there's other things we can do as well with our devices, basic mindfulness techniques that we can apply, like when we're using our devices, to keep a little bit of awareness on the breath or the energy within the body. And then that means that um, we're grounded and we're connected with our you know, higher self that you was referring to earlier, rather than allowing ourselves to get lost in the digital content and lost in our thoughts, because that's, that's when the, the problems begin. You know, if we can use our devices um, with choice and consciously, we can use them skillfully, kindly, harmoniously, and, you know, we can enjoy using them and, and, and be at peace with them and also be grateful for them. I love that, um, and this is a good place for us to go to a break, but the fact, it's not that the devices are bad or we need to throw them away and go back to an earlier time, um, but but it's how to use them, how to be mindful and skillful. I love those words and the suggestions that you're making. Thank you so much, and I look forward to um, hearing more and uh, about the process and your seven guidelines. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you're going to be kinder to yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Darren Coburn, who's here to talk more with us about living a life of harmony, peace, and kindness. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to be kinder to yourself. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Andronia can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Darren Coburn talking about living a life of harmony, peace, and kindness. Um, Darren, you have so many wonderful ideas, and you've put together these amazing guidelines, some of which you've already shared with us. Would you um, like to continue and, and share the rest um, with us as well, please? Of course, yeah. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. Um, so, yeah, we talked about honoring the body. We talked about mindfulness. Uh, we talked about conscious digital usage. There's also a guideline on kindness, so to act with kindness, considering everyone and everything. And obviously, this, we have to prioritize this, and it includes ourselves, as you mentioned earlier, that kindness is important. There's another guideline on um, understanding the truth, and that's helpful because delusion leads to suffering. So just being clear about the facts of a situation and acknowledging when we don't know and then how we communicate, to communicate the truth skillfully and selectively. And then the couple of guidelines I just want to talk about briefly, because they do link in to, again, what you were saying at, at the start of the, uh, the, the show. There's, there's quite a few links here. Um, are around simplicity. And one of them 
is do only what needs to be done. <laughs> and, the, and the other one is obtain and retain only what you need. And this is basically pointing to the fact that, you know, for most of us, um, we, we do more things than we need to, than we really need to, and we have more things than we really need. And as a result of that, that causes us stress. So the way that the process works, because there's intelligence behind the process, that's why we have these guidelines. The guidelines, in a way, the rules for the process are built into the intelligence behind the process. And the intelligence behind the process likes people to live um, simply rather than doing more and having more than they need. Does that resonate? Absolutely. It's more stuff to take care of, to worry about, um, and, and, and time spent figuring out what else you, you know, want um, that you don't really need and that just takes, that clutters one's space. It's feng shui. It's, it's eliminating what um, is distracting and, 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 and doesn't create the environment that you really want for your best health, happiness, harmony. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, I guess the other side to this to consider is that, you know, we also do need to make sure that we get what, what we need. That's really important. You know, in, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, um, uh, give us each day our daily bread. So as well as not having too much, we've also got a responsibility to go and get the stuff that we need. You know, so if there's someone that's listening that needs something, whether it's an asset or, you know, whether it's, um, um, uh, more friendship or companionship or a relationship or, or, or health or whatever it is, you know, we do have a responsibility for taking steps and, and trying to get the stuff that we need, you know, so we, can, so we can lead as much as possible, you know, a happy, fulfilling life. This is not about having nothing or doing nothing to the point where we get depressed or we get sick. And so it's kind of getting that balance between getting just what you need and doing just what you need, uh, but no more. I think it's also setting priorities. Um, I want this, but what do I need first? Um, So I think sometimes the want uh, takes precedence over the need. And it isn't that um, we should eliminate our desires and some of the finer things in, in life if that gives us pleasure, but it's, it's, it, it, does that override the basic needs? And I think sometimes we get lost in what we want as opposed to what we need. Yeah, that, that, that's a really important distinction and what you said about prioritizedness that that's a fresh idea for me actually i've never had anyone mention that before on these particular guidelines but you're absolutely right you know part of doing what needs to be done is you know focusing on the needs first focusing on the priorities you know and that's that's really coming back to the guideline on kindness and um, because that's the kind thing to do you know is to give the things that need priority your attention and your energy and your resources and the same with your activities as well, you know, getting things in the right order. And I think for most of us, you know, if we, you know, sit down quietly and, and, and go into the stillness and the silence um, and, and go within, we will usually find the answers. 
And, and often it's quite clear, isn't it, you know, <laughs> what we need to be doing. Uh, yes, but it's um, it it take it really takes mindfulness because sometimes, uh, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, we're so used to living a certain way and thinking that we need to do certain things that we really don't. So it's continually being aware of looking at everything with fresh eyes and telling ourselves the truth. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I love that um, question and, and that guideline because sometimes we've been um, misguided in what we think the truth is. Sure, yeah. And, and it, you're right about um, staying mindful because in order to practice all of these guidelines, there needs to be mindfulness and, and culturally as well. You know, we're swimming against the current culturally because culturally we are being, you know, told to have more and to do more. Um, so we're swimming by following these guidelines. We may be swimming against the current culturally, but we're actually um, swimming with the current spiritually. <laughs> so the world at the moment isn't set up to make it easier, easy to follow these guidelines. And this is why, you know, religions have been installed. And this is why, you know, people like me produce books like this, because you have to get your shoulder behind it. And you do have to put effort in, in order to to live ethically. You know, it's not just a matter of, um, you know, going with the flow, because the flow is often going in the the opposite direction. I I think that's beautifully said. Um, And uh, and I I want to be sure that we take time here for you to also tell us about what you teach and and your online courses because um, learning how to be mindful is not simplistic. It's one thing to know the concept. It's another thing to really do the work of learning how to do it and becoming, and it's a process you talked about at the very beginning, it's a process. We don't just, you know, take a, um, a, a 20-minute, you know, quick course and know how to be mindful. It, it takes practice and it takes time and it takes dedication. And so talk, talk to us about how you help people to learn to be mindful. Sure. Yeah, well, I've got my books um, that we've discussed. I do some local training in the UK. Uh, I have a website, and it's really worth people visiting this website if they're interested in mindfulness and the seven guidelines and just spiritual practice in general. The website is mindfulnessonlinetraining.org. It's mindfulnessonlinetraining, all one word, .org. Or you can search Darren Coburn, C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N, on Google, and uh, you should be able to find it that way. That website contains um, hundreds of free mindfulness and spiritual teachings that cover off some of the subjects that we've been discussing today. And I'm also very grateful to have collaborated with some of the world's best um, yoga and mindfulness teachers um, so there will be some familiar names on there for people, other teachers 
um, who I've interviewed and collaborated with on articles and teaching. So it's not just me. I'm trying to bring some of the best teachers and the best teachings onto the site. Uh, and it's also a podcast, so people can sign up and you know listen regularly on the devices, it's videos and other resources. Uh, so yeah, it'd be worth people um, having a look at that. And on there, there is a course on the front page actually for the seven guidelines. So you can you can use the book, uh, or you can sign up to an audio course, which I think is a seven or ten day audio course. But there's also loads of free stuff on there. So you know, if if, if people want to um, get access to teachings but they can't afford to pay for them, then mindfulnessonlinetraining.org is is a place to go. Beautiful, and I appreciate so much what you're doing, and I'm so grateful that you um, shared yourself and your wisdom and knowledge on the show with us, and I want to emphasize that the spelling of your name, even though it's pronounced Coburn, is spelled (laughs) C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. Thank you so much, and I wish you the very best, Darren, and I encourage everybody to purchase Living a Life of Harmony if you can, and if not, please go to his website to um, get the free information and, um, and sign up for the online course if you can do that. Um, And I'd also like to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, or click on the link on this page. Register for my new workshop, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety or 21 Steps for Healing the Body. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their health, wealth, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce Archangel Andronia, who is the Archangel over self-love and self-care. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to take better care of yourself. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Andronia, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be kinder and more loving to myself. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me do less and relax more. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Also click on past guest Maureen Germain's banner for her guided meditations, five books and classes. Her trained Akashic Records guides will help you navigate your way through life. Please join us next Thursday right here when Corin Grillo will 
talk with us about the angel experiment on Thanksgiving. We will replay our show with Eric Mizell and overcoming your difficult family on December 5th. Dr. Larry Burke and Kathleen O'Keefe Navis will talk with us about dreams that can save your life. And on December 12th, Tammy Billups will be here to talk about soul healing with our animal companions. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mamas, designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.